George, he's the man. Get to leverage off his knowledge and he's going to know so much more than anyone else out there because he's had the experience, the years in the game of actually investing in the market. Nothing beats that. The big question is this. How investors like us who weren't born with a silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Welcome to our Wednesday Night Live karaoke session before we talk property. When the night falls down, I'll wait for you and you come around. When the world's alive, the sound of kids on the street outside. When you walk into the room, Pull me closer, we start to move, and we're spinning the stars above. You lift me up in a wave of love, baby. Do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. You're saying heaven, love comes first. Ooh, it's heaven, a place on earth. Ooh, heaven is a place on. Koski and Christina at the Positive Property Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. If you can hear me, see me, chat, maybe you could do Nutbush City next time. And do the dance, yeah. And do the Nut dance. Bush Look, City limit. You know what? We're open-minded doing it. At the end of the day, you know, part of our values, one of them, H, is to have fun, and that's part of the reason we're doing karaoke. Um, well, George, she really does make you look bad. Yes, true. <laughs> Christine is so much better than me. But you know what? At the end of the day, this is the deal, right? And it's all about getting out of your comfort zone. And I'm happy to get out of my comfort zone and do what I need to do, on, even though I'm not the best. And I'll just give it fun. Because really, at the end of the day, you know, sing like no one's watching, dance like no one's watching. Have That's sex when like, you have the most have fun. Have sex like there's a camera on you. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Now, I'm going to open up the It's all club. about having fun, guys. And guys, I just, um, I've got Christina here, but also we've got Belinda online monitoring the chat and she's going to be saying hello to everyone and having a chat to everyone. Belinda, can you hear me? Say hello. Oh, hey guys, I'm on. Excellent. She's on, which is great. Fantastic. Awesome. And uh, it's going to be fun because she's going to be monitoring things on and talk to everyone. We're going to be having a lot of interaction. Now, shares versus property. The big debate. It's a question throughout the ages of time. What do you do? You want to invest. And look, Most it, people go, well, there's shares. I could invest in shares or there's property. What do I do? I'm confused. I don't know which one to do. There's pros and cons about both. And look, guys, I'm going to go through this, and you probably already know my answer, but I'm going to go through it and give you a bit of a clue about what's Not happening. Not that he's biased or anything like that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, 
I'm not biased. Yes, I am biased because <laughs> I've made money out of property, but I've invested in both. It's an so, educated bias, though. Yes. And you're always getting people, you know, I'm really sick to death of the get-rich-quick mentality. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because really, at the end of the day, this whole rainbow is coming out of unicorn's butt stuff. And <laughs> right, that's <laughs> Who's sort of investing stuff. in that? I don't know. But really, at the end of the day, that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, uh, that hilarious. sort of stuff. And we're going to go through all your questions soon, guys. And, you know, basically, you know, we're going to be real. And when you're going to be real, this whole get rich quick mentality, that's the one thing. There's two mentalities I hate. One, get rich quick. Mm -hmm. I can't stand get rich quick. You know, I got rich overnight once, right? That was after 20 years of hard work. Right. Getting now, rich quick is actually the slow way. <laughs> Comes after a lot of hard work. Now, I'm having a beautiful Penfolds pin alarm. Yeah, nice. And um, mm, very nice because Wednesday night's my fun night. I really look forward to this and I really look forward to having a chat to everyone and talking about shares and property. But not only that, I'm going to be talking about the three sins of investing. Okay. Right? And I'm going to be talking about what... Three cardinal sins. Also, I'm going to be talking about a property market update Ooh. live. So I'm going to be telling you what's been happening with property. There's a lot of interesting stuff that's been going happening. And... No-go zones are coming soon. Yes. So the no-go zones, we've done the no-go zones. I'm going to be releasing the go zones Friday, guys. This Friday, Friday, this Friday so coming tuned. out. I feel like the microphone's almost hitting me in the head. No, we need it close, sort of hanging close because this microphone's... The locked. closer, the better. Yes, that's right. And um, that's it. So really... Nice. Pinfalls don't make Pinot. Hold on a second. I'm going to have to... Uh, <laughs> you're going to <laughs> you talk to you're gonna have to prove someone wrong here. Do they make Pinot? Now, this is a bottle of Penfolds. If you look at it, it's a Bin 23 Pinot Noir 2017. You, you heard it here first, folks. So this they, is not sponsored by Penfolds, by the way. This is not sponsored by Penfolds, this, but this anyone, that we're doing anyone watching this Penfolds, if you'd like me to talk about your wine and drink it, I'd be happy to do so. Property um, and wine, that's what we love here. Love it. Funny enough, you know, when I caught up with Gary V, because Gary V, he actually made it big through wine before he made it big in marketing and things like that. And guess what his favourite wine is? Penfolds. Yes. And we were like, snap. No we surprises there. Love Penfolds. You know what I mean? <laughs> I and, think it's uh, most people's favourite wine. Oh, look, you know. Just saying, you know, Adelaide does have the best wine in the world. <laughs> Property versus shares. Yes, it's a very exciting topic yes. tonight. So what's this thing about shares that um, is sort of a few people are talking about at the moment? What's it called? Okay. So a lot of people are talking about day trading and this other thing called... Um, does anyone know what it's called? It's um, Forex. Forex, right. And it's where you... Well, let me tell you. There's, there's what is it? Okay. With, with, shares, with shares, there's different derivatives and different ways of doing doing stuff like that. And I, I know a guy who was actually selling a program. We're not allowed to mention the program. No, okay? of course not. But he was selling a program for shares. And um, basically, I went caught up with him when I was in Miami. And great guy, very smart. And he made his money out of property even though he was doing a lot of this um, stuff on, on shares and things like that. He was really more into property because that's where he was making his money. And what's, and the, so, what's the whole idea Well, of this? let me tell you the whole idea. Because it's a bit of a get-rich-quick. Because okay, what happens is people have made money to shares. 
True. Of course. But I was recently talking to a financial planner earlier today, actually, funny enough, I was doing a, a webinar. I might, I might put it on through here anyway. And yep. what happened was we are With a about, member from our circle of safety. Yes, yes. And what we're doing, we're having a bit of a chat today, a good chat about it. And with the property, with the, with the share market, the share market every five or 10 years is a crash, mm -hmm. right? Over and over. And yep. what happens is the reason it crashes is because a bubble happens and then bang. Now, if people saw what happened with GFC, mm -hmm. shares got destroyed. They went down 30 40%. And if you look at the last six months, if you've got a share portfolio, you're stuffed. And as I was talking to Raven today, he was saying that his clients um, that have got property in their super, they haven't been touched. Right. But then you've got the people that have got shares and they've gone down 40%. Wow, that's massive. Now, have people made money out of shares in this time as well? Yes, because if you buy it when it gets to the bottom, it does. Problem with shares, shares act very violently and quickly. If you got shares and you're like, oh no, I've got to sell them, you can go online and sell them in two seconds. Yeah, so it can just go bang. But with property. And right? what I find with shares is it's people's belief in the whole thing that keeps it afloat. So when people lose that belief, then it suddenly, you know, can go from being worth millions down to being worth pennies. What's the second thing you hate? <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. Remember, remind me later. I will, I will. Okay. Yeah. But the first thing is the get rich quick mentality. Mm -hmm. And what, what I'm going to do is, so Goldman Sachs, right? They recently spent $100 million to revamp its stock trading platform. Right. Right, and they've got an army. Of, One million dollars. No, hundred million. Hundred million dollars. Hundred million dollars, right? On a computer system, right? And quants, and they've got these people called quants that are just big brains, nerdier than me. They yeah. make me look not nerdy, right? So if anyone watches billions, that would be like um, the people they've hired there. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, so basically, they hire all these experts that have been through uni, that are nerdy, that understand the stock market, and they've got a team of people, a big building full of them, yeah. right? that are constantly trading and doing things. And if you think you can do a $5,000 or $10,000 course that some guys invented out of his basement and make it rich in the stock market and beat these people that are worth hundred million, I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. And that, that's the whole point. And that's what I wanna talk yeah. about. Because- You can never beat that system. You can't beat they're just, them. you know, unless you've got a hundred million and you're very experienced and you've got a massive team behind you, that's the only way you can win at the stock market. Look, there's other ways you can win. You can get lucky. And you can have blue chip and long go long term, go long. Mm. The thing is with property, you got leverage. Yeah. And you can make five times the return. Because if you look at the average of stocks over the last 10 years of stock market and property, it's about the same, 8.2%. Okay, interesting. The only difference is though, this is the one, right? The, the, the other question is this, right? The stock market each year, all the prop, all the all the stocks that were really crap and went broke, they take them out of the top. They take them out of the thing. So when you look at eight point two percent, well, that's just shifting the goalpost. Then you're not actually getting a true reading. You, that's of right. What the whole big picture is exactly. I'm just right. going to be monitoring your questions, yep. guys. Yeah, and you can just click on the thing. The questions are coming through here, anyway. So anyway, so that's the thing. So with property, they don't get the bottom one hundred. And just take them out of the market. They're in the market all the time because properties you don't you can't get rid of. Them. So that's the difference. So now what I'm going to do is I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in the property market and give you a bit of an update because it's fascinating actually. Yeah, awesome. Let's see your research, George. Let's see. If Everyone wants to know how you do your research, so this will be really fun. Yeah, to exactly. Share. I like to show you this stuff around. 
let's see if I can do this. And I've got a new platform, so I'm just seeing how it's going to share the screen. Oh, look at this. Okay. I'm sharing the screen now. If everyone can see the screen, let me know. So if you look at this, and basically I've got this data from the Australian Bureau of Statistics and the Reserve Bank in Australia, just so you know where the data's from. And this is the latest research. Now, guys, we're going, we're live and interacting in positive property. So if you go to positive property uh, group on Facebook, that's where you can interact live with us. If you're anywhere else, you probably won't be able to see us. So anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through it and describe yes. it. Yes, woohoo! We have liftoff, guys. Okay, so let's have a look at this. So if you look at that blue graph, and if you're on our podcast, I'll describe it anyway so you can see what's happening. So what we do is uh, we look at um, disposable income. You can see disposable income has been going up and down. And right near the end here, 220, it's gone up a little bit. Okay. But you look at the orange line, consumption. Look what it's done. All the way down. Nose dive. You know why? Because it's been locked down. No one's spending any money. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So consumption's gone down. Look at savings, the red line savings. So Look what's happened. Gone up. They've gone up. Gone through the roof. Gone through the roof. Exactly. So nice. the fascinating thing is the savings ratio has just gone through the roof. As a country, we have saved so much. But I'll tell you some more stats. Have a look at this. Now, if you look at this, this is actually interest, principal, and offset, where people are putting their money. Nice. And if you look at um, back in the old days when we had high interest rate, see the, the pink, the, the, the yellow, mo people were paying mostly interest. Why do people call it the good old days? You know, you're getting ripped off from banks, paying massive interest rates. Anyway. <laughs> Wasn't so, that good, if you ask me. So anyway, so then you got the blue part, which is principal. You've got the, um, the grey part, which is offset account. Okay. Tiny bit. Yeah. Now, if you go to the graph 2020, have a look at 2020. We've never put this much in an offset account ever. Mm -hmm. People's offset accounts are getting full. And I've been talking about this for years and people are finally listening to me, even people that haven't heard me. Because I always say... You know who that is? That's all our members. That's all our members. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That we've influenced the chart. Exactly. No, but our members, that principal part, oh, no. gone. There's no principal a part. Massive we've, scale. See that little bit in the blue? We're not paying that at all. Yeah, right? yeah. But the good news is there's a lot of people in there as well. Now, big banks have also come up with predictions as well. But I'm going to keep going and talk okay. a bit more about this because there's a lot to go through, a lot to unpack. Yeah, nice. Did you ever have to pay 20% interest? Um, no, I didn't, luckily. But I've paid 9.5% interest. And that's when I first started investing. And I, I feel was, sick just hearing that. And I, I was I was nine, paying 9.5% interest. God. And every time I bought a property, they will cost me three $400 a week. And I kept doing it. I couldn't learn. I'm glad I did. <laughs> So anyway, so then you look at disposable, share of disposable income, where it's going. Now look at this. Now this is the fascinating part because Australia has just borrowed a shit ton of money and put it into the economy, which is a great thing. And a lot of people are worried that we've got too much debt. But if you compare our debt compared to as a percent of GDP. It's amazing. So I'll, I'll describe the graph to you in case you can't see it. But Japan is over 200%, right? Wow, they've got a lot of um, debt, don't they? Yes. Why is that? Uh, because Japan, what's happened? I'll tell you the reason Japan's got so much Sushi's debt. Sushi's very expensive. <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's a reason why Japan, and this is why Japan's on my no-go zone. 
Okay. Right. So you know I do a no go zone for Australia. Australia. I yeah. do one for the world as well. Okay. Yeah. And Japan's in a no go zone. So is Italy, funny enough. Mm-hmm. And they're both highest there. The top two. And yeah. I'll tell you why. Because their populations are getting smaller. They're shrinking. They've got no immigration. Population getting smaller. GDP. And they're not down. having any babies. You know, have, no, Japanese are not having any babies. No sex. Happening yeah, there. wow. So you look at the first one, Japan, then Italy, then the United States. Now, the United States, they've got a healthy economy. But they, they borrow a lot of money. France, Canada, the United Kingdom, India, Germany, Malaysia, China. Then you've got Australia, right? So Australia are actually looking very healthy. Yeah. Um, we don't have a lot of debt, even though it's the most spent in history. And also, because it's so cheap, this is what I suggest. We should double it and spend even more. Because Double it. No, our government has done such a good job of keeping the economy going. They, they really they've have. They've kicked ass. And I'm very, you know, I'm, and yeah. it doesn't matter if you go for Liberal Labor. In general, our government's done really good. I mean, I remember when 2008, Kevin Robinson, right? And what did he do? He gave $2,000 to all the poor people and then I bought TVs. Yeah, so no goes in this zone in Australia. I'm going to go through a few of them today. Okay. And then what I'm going to do is I've got the top, or I call them the bottom 100. These are the 100 suburbs you don't want to touch the 10-foot pole, right? And seriously, if you're in these suburbs, one, if you're looking at buying, don't go there. Mm. Two, if you're in these suburbs, seriously consider get out, getting out. That's what will happen to go no-go zones. I'll go through the top 10 today live. Okay, wait till the end. I'm going to go through it all, guys. Awesome. There you go. We're very good in Australia. We're awesome, exactly. And it's looking really good. So, sin number one. Relying on the media for property advice. Hello. Just don't do it. It's pretty simple. Sin number two, buy investment too close to home. Yes. Because people love to buy in their backyard. The biggest mistake I see people make is buying in their own backyard, even, you know, buying in their own state because that's all they know. And you only know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. And the funny thing is until you get educated, until you learn, you know, the possibilities that come with property investing and once you're educated, how amazing it can be to actually get in the right area and get the right return. It's just about looking purely at the numbers and taking all of your emotion out of it. You know, don't think, okay, well, what if I have to live in this house someday or whatever? No, that's the wrong mentality. You've really got to start thinking like an investor and start looking at the areas purely for their research and the capital growth that they're going to produce. Yeah, so I'm going to go through the bottom 10, the worst 10 you can invest in today. Now, according to SQM Research, mm-hmm. in September, property price went up 1.2%. Okay. And that's for houses, units slightly less, but they all went up. What does SQM stand for? That's a, that's a research place where you can get research. Square meter something. <laughs> Square meter. Yep. So this deal, what's happening is the government's spending big dollars. Okay. Where? Right? Where they're are spending they? big dollars, especially in Queensland, yeah. but all around. The one place they're not spending is Adelaide. <laughs> well, the population is actually going backwards here. That's the problem. Yeah, so look, for those of you who don't know, we're in Adelaide and our population is declining, not you know going the way it should do. Now, the thing is, because of the federal budget, a lot of money getting put in, what the big, big free banks are saying now, and I've been saying this for a while, that Brisbane's going to go up 20% in probably next year. Nice. Which double-digit growth in one year is pretty amazing. High five. Now, look, just because they said so, right, doesn't mean it's going to happen. But put it this way. Basically, I like this this one. Okay, my ears are like satellite dishes. I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. And I'll be talking about that and I'll be sharing 
um, the, the worst 10. And also I'll be sharing how you can get the no-go zones as well. But basically what's happening is, is the banks are saying it's going to go up. There's a lot of infrastructure going on. And I believe it's going to happen because of micro cycle timing, right? I recently had one of our members actually call us and they spoke to one of our competitors. Right. right? And one of our competitors were talking about this area being really good because this area had growth for the five, last five years in a row, year after year after year. Mm -hmm. And look, it floors me that so many property companies out there and so many analysts have got no effing idea. And mm -hmm. I don't want to say this, but really, I don't like to bag anyone else. But seriously, the property magazines and these other people, right, that are saying that just because the area's gone up five years in a row, that's a good place to invest. That is utterly stupid. Let me explain something about how I do my research and why I'm looking at buying certain things. Basically, the average properties, every suburb ends up being like the average okay. in the good areas. Take away the shit areas. So if you go to mining town, boom towns and country areas, that's different. But if you go to a capital city, they're all going to average out sooner or later, as long as there's not an oversupply or too much land. So let's say, for example, properties average 6%. So let's say 7%, 7% per year, right? Mm -hmm. So if they average 7% a year, and if you've got a suburb that's only averaged 5% over the last 10 years, there's going to be below the average. So it's going to go up. But if you had a property that's been doing better than 7%, it's going to go down. I'll give you another example. Let's talk about, you know, if you're buying beef or lamb. Mm -hmm. Let's say 100 years ago, you could buy beef for two cents a kilo and lamb for 100 cents, one, uh, one cent a kilo, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if beef went up 7% for 100 years and lamb went up 5%, guess what would happen? By now, beef would be $20 a kilo and lamb would be... $2 a kilo. Yeah, right. It'd be crazy, right? It'd be priced out. That's what happens with properties as well. If a property goes up too high, the rest of the properties look very cheap. So therefore, those suburbs go up as well. Yeah. So you've got to be fooling yourself if you think that you're going to jump on the bandwagon because what they're doing is buying at, you know, after five years in a row of growth, they're buying at 12 o'clock, which is where we don't want to buy. It's too late. Right? Yeah. We want to buy at 7 o'clock. I want to buy an area that hasn't gone yeah. up. That's George, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about the property clock here. Yep. And what I think would be really helpful if you can, I don't know if you can do this, yep. is actually draw like a diagram. No, I can't. Uh, I might better open up property clock up. Or even if you like get a piece of paper. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to open one up. And here's a little property clock here. 12's the peak, six the bottom, right? So once you've had all this growth, basically what's happened is you buy at 12 o'clock, which is not what you want to buy. You want to buy here at seven after there's been a long area of not going up. That's basically it. And that's part of the thing. So number seven is a good time to buy. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. What are your key requirements to determine a sub being a no-go zone? Good question. Mm. Look, what I'm looking at is one of the main things I'm looking at. I'll just go through a few things because there's quite a few things I look at. So basically, there's 16,000 suburbs in Australia. And out of these 16,000 suburbs, I normally choose the top one or hundred that I want to buy in. And then the 15,900 that don't want to buy in because I want to stack all the cards in my favor. Now, you don't necessarily have to go that extreme, but you know what? Unless you're a multimillionaire and you're made of money, 
you're better off being safe than sorry. Also, really have the years of experience. I mean, hello, you've got 20 plus years of investing yeah. experience that I'm very fortunate to be able to leverage and actually take advantage of because I just go straight in the top 100 areas. Is there pockets of no-go zone in South East Queensland? Yes, there is. That's the thing because in Australia, it's fascinating, but really at the end of the day, there's suburbs that are excellent next to suburbs that are crap. Yeah. And that's the problem. So even though Brisbane's going to go up 20%, that's what they say. Yeah. I'm Look, with my strategy, all I'm wanting is 7% on average. Very conservative. Right? And if I get 20%, it's just a bonus. But you don't want to, exactly. you don't want to sit there calculating on 20% as part of your strategy because if you don't get it, you're screwed. Oh, so you want to go worst case scenario. That's you right. You want to really be super conservative whenever you're investing and look at, you know, the minimum. Yep. Exactly. You want to look do your numbers on that. Exactly. So that's basically the way it is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look for the no-go zones. Awesome, guys. This is what we came for, right? Yep. Who's pumped? Type in the chat below. Yep. Who's pumped the no-go zones? And... <laughs> no-go zones coming up very soon. So, guys, I'm going to go through the no-go zones and give you a, a glimpse of what's going on for the no-go zones and um, talk about it. Because um, one thing is it's important to know the no-go zones, but what's more important is having, you know, having a strategy, a really good one. Absolutely. Pumped, yep. yes, excellent. That's good. <laughs> so let me share the screen. And I could probably... Blocking out it. my face. Okay, well, look, I've just... <laughs> we, we're just blocking out half my face. We can sort of go in there. And so so these are no-go zones. You can see these little red things here. That's where they are. And you can see they're actually all around Australia. Isn't that fascinating? So... That's a bit of a delay there. I've got the disclaimer. No, I've got it up. Yeah, it's working. So I'll go quickly go through a mission. I've got a picture of me there. That's part of the no-go zone. <laughs> God, my hair's bushy there. What's going on? <laughs> the purpose of the no-go zone and why you need to protect yourself. But And this is the map. And here we go. No-go zone, guys. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through the top 10. And look, this is the interesting thing. A lot of them are in Queensland. Yeah. So number one no-go zone is in WA, Woodlands. Right? Then you've got Banksia Beach. Then you've got Cockburn Central. Never heard of Cockburn Central. Adelaide. Adelaide's a no-go zone. That's the city because of the CBD. And look, if you look at my no-go zones, you'll notice that most capital city CBDs are actually on there. Right? Right. And look at this. Brisbane City is on there. Number nine. Worst place. West Melbourne. Um, so... This is a bit of an idea. East Perth, Cairns, yeah. North I thought you were only doing the top 10, yeah, George. Docklands, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to, that's it. So what I'm going to do. There got, you go. Sneak peek preview of the no-go zone. It's done. It's been published. It's official. How do you get your hands on it? Stay tuned to find out. Yep. How do you get your hands on it? I'm going to I'm gonna be um, giving it out. Type give it in, away, give it away, give it away type, now. Type in, type in no-go zone and I'll get Alicia or someone to do that. It's very surprising and drop Yeah, maybe. Look, the fact of it is, I don't go through this with emotion. Mm. What I do is I go through the numbers and look at demand supply ratio. And what I'm looking at, it's going to cost you nothing. I'm giving it away for free. So I wouldn't be singing the give it away song if, you know, we had to charge yeah. you for it. Yeah, we're not going to charge you for it. It's free, right? So, and what I want to do is, if you're, if you're in my group, if you're in Positive Property Club, you're getting it for free. So come along and join Positive Prop Club if you're watching us somewhere else and you can get it for free, right? 
So go to Facebook. Type in no go zone, you'll get it. Positive Property Club. Yep. Exactly. George Mikowski's community of investors. Guys, we're a tribe here of like-minded investors. We're all on the path to financial freedom through property. Now, I've got a quick question. Anyone in Adelaide, who's in Adelaide, please type in the chat and write, yes, I'm in Adelaide. Write because me. The reason being is we've actually got... A breakfast of champions. Breakfast of champions coming up this Sunday at Bravo Cafe. And if you want to see me live... That's Bravo in Norwood. Bravo Norwood, exactly. And if you want to see me live, come along there and um, check it out. This Sunday, we are doing a Breakfast of Champions. And I would love to see all of our Adelaide investors. That would be really fun to catch up with you guys. I'd love to connect, see you in person. We can talk property. We can just talk and have fun, have Look, a bit of a chat. it's all about mindset and property. And I'm ha I like talking mindset, having a bit of fun. Someone's saying, do you have software that can be updated in real time? No, I don't. And the thing is, what I do is I go through I go through every single suburb in Australia four times a year. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you need you need uh, each quarter because you need enough data to make a decision. If I did it every week, it wouldn't really change much. It wouldn't be no. enough. Because property purchases take a while. Even every quarter is probably a little bit too much. But I'm doing it every quarter just to keep on top of the game. Yeah, I could probably get away every six months. But what I do is I do every quarter and really fine tune it. And what I find, it's interesting because I do it every quarter. I find, you know, properties drop out of the top 10. Yes, yeah, some in, go in, in, some drop, drop out. out. Right? They're and switching move, around. And along, right? And what happens is um, it's very interesting. But it's interesting to see how they move up and down and yeah. what happens there. And I've really got my finger on the pulse because we're helping three or four people a week invest in property. So I really know what's going on when it comes to property. Heidi Cooper comes from Brossa. Excellent. It's only a short drive. Fantastic. Excellent. We'll see you Sunday, Heidi, for Breakfast of Champions. That's right. We're going to have a lot of fun. And look, at the end of the day, it's all about, part of it's about having fun anyway, you know, because our purpose is to empower 10,000 Australians to create wealth through property. And while we're doing it, we want to have fun and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, love to see our Adelaide crew there. Yeah. And sorry, guys, if you're in the state, we can't do anything. So sorry. We're but hoping this, you could join us at our event, but that's postponed. This is the event here, Breakfast of Champions. Breakfast of Champions. Click on the um, event there yep. if you haven't already. I click on the event if you're in Adelaide. To come oh, up. I love it. It's got George and the toast and the little egg. Yes. <laughs> I know. The team did a good job there. They did a great job. That's yes. so cool. Yeah, so look, so that's the state of the market at the moment, which is interesting. And, you know, on a world stage, we're looking really good. And what happened was, after GFC, Australia did really well. Yeah. Look, guys, we're heading into one of the biggest booms in history. It's going to be very exciting. So if you've been thinking about investing in property, if you've been sitting on the fence and you've been, you know, researching, you're sort of in that perpetual information gathering phase where you just keep going, oh, I just need a little bit more research. Stop that. Stop your research. You've done enough. Time for action, time to actually, you know, invest in property and make it happen because there's always going to be so much research out there. But at the end of the day, George, he's the man, get to leverage off his knowledge and he's going to know so much more than anyone else out there because he's had the experience, the years in the game of actually investing in the market. Nothing beats that. 
real world experience is what you want. Look, I guess it's a difference between a martial artist and a street fighter, right? Right, okay. Because if you've got a martial artist and they go and have a fight in the street, they're going to get the ass kicked from someone who's got experience. Yes. But if you've got a street fighter that's also a martial artist, then you're in big trouble. And I'm sort of like, I'm a, I've got a black belt in property, not just book smart, but also mm. I've got the runs. You're the out there actually doing it. Yes, but yep. also I know how to do the research. So I'm not just a street fighter, I'm a black belt. And that's the difference. That's why we call our program Black Belt, right? Absolutely. What's the song for next week? Guys, uh, pick a song for us, please. Yes, absolutely. And hopefully something I know because Christina wants to all get all the modern stuff that I don't know about. That's why I, do <laughs> you know, I said, look, give me an 80s song that I know. because otherwise, you know, I love 80s too. I can sing anything. So, Top 10 places to buy. Is that safe for Black Belt members? Yes, it is. And the reason being is with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> a very wise man said that. It was Spider-Man, actually. <laughs> no, really. Um, That's where you want to be buying, guys, but it's no, usually too expensive by then. The top 10. Yeah, it's normally look, too late. The top 10 places to buy, yeah. you probably can't afford. They're probably not the you right You want place. to get in the top 100. So, look, when I drill down to the top 100, yeah. I actually go down and only choose four or five out of the top 100 because only four or five in the top 100 are affordable. Because most places, the top 100 have already gone up. And the top just... 10, you're already paying, you know, five fifty, six hundred thousand. That's too yeah. late. It's already had its boom. That's why it's in the top 10. And I've looked at this list. Yeah. Because I'm always like, George, I want to get in the top 10, not the, the top 100. Look, the good news <laughs> is, too though, expensive. our members all got to go in the top nine suburb last this, earlier this year. Remember? Oh yes. Uh, we found we found the suburb in Brisbane, and it was in the top nine, number nine in the whole of Australia. Right. And I was wrapped. And when I, when I went and saw it, I said, we're taking everything. We took the whole lot. And then we reserved it for our members because normally people join. We have a lineup of people waiting. And when they get through and they're ready, they get to choose a property. And I really liked the pricing of these properties. And what happened was our members got the properties. We got them through. Then the developer realized they were underpriced. And he tried to put the price up 20 grand because they already gone up 20 grand. But we sort of, because we're a buying group, we've got a lot of power, we sort of twisted his arm and forced him to We'd already reserved the properties. So. Exactly. And we kept the right price, which was great. And that was good. Kedron. I don't know. I've looked at Kedron. I don't think it's a top 100, no. But I can check it next time. Yeah, so when it comes to the top place to buy, what we've got to look at with that is you've got to look at, one, top 100. Two, yeah. is it affordable? The cash Absolutely. flow. Absolutely. So without the cash flow. Why get one property when you could buy two? Yeah. So so this is the deal. A lot of people get caught up on the number of places to buy. But before you do that, you need a strategy. Absolutely. And without the strategy, it's useless. Because you've got to know what to do. Hi, George. I'm part of your property club. I'm 24 and I want to have 10 hours by the time I'm 34. Preferably earlier. But that's one per year roughly. If it takes 17 years to power up one house, how are you able to power up all of them by the time I'm 40? which is the age I want to retire, are you able to go through some numbers diagrams to see how this is achievable? Thanks. Good question. Um, on this program, it just says Facebook user. It'd be great if I could get someone. Oh, yeah, here we go. Hey, Connor, that's Connor. a great question. Great question, Connor. And look. <laughs> and George is always going through this and doing diagrams on it. Yes. Because it's one of those things that people need to really get their head around. I would say the best way to actually get the quickest info on this would be to actually do our 14-day challenge if you haven't already. I think Connor might may have done that yeah. already. Or if you have, let us know. And um, 
Yeah, because yeah. really, I, I actually, Connor, have you done the 14 day challenge? That's a good question to ask first because I did go through this on the graduation webinar because yeah. I go through this all the time. I'm going to go through it, The challenge is it takes about half an hour to go through. So but we've I'm, actually run out of time tonight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just visually give you a bit of a visual representation That's because good. when I started, I, I did it in five years. Yes, Connor's done the 14-day challenge. Great. So I went through in the graduation webinar, but what I'm going to do is maybe next week when we go live is go through the actual formula. Yeah, do it. yeah. You know what I mean? Because I really want people to understand this. And that's an excellent question, Connor. I really Absolutely. love that question. Absolutely. I'd love you to do connect your iPad, George, and actually draw out the diagrams because yes. the I can't more, do it on I'm this. like a very, I learn visually. Can anyone yep. relate? Like I need pictures. I need colors. I really need it as vivid as possible. Like words and numbers, it doesn't quite calculate. I need it to really, you know, to learn <laughs> properly. I need the visual aspect. Yeah, exactly. Um, that would be great. I'll be happy to do that. And look, you don't pay off your properties. That's just to give you the short answer. You want to leverage. Right? You want to leverage. Because really at the end of the day, when I retired, I didn't own all the properties, but I controlled them. But I had about $4 million equity in the properties. Yep. And that's what was making the money out of. And that's what you make the money out of. So when's the next 14-day challenge? Good question. Absolutely. It's coming up very soon, actually. Okay. So look, guys, this is the deal with the 14-day challenge. Right. Um, I think I've got a few people on here that have done the 14 day challenge. If you've done the 14 day challenge, you think it's worthwhile, please type in the question and type in the chat and just say, hey, you know what I mean? But really, I'm doing one more challenge for the year. Wow. Is that it? Yes. You're kidding. No. Can't we at least do two more? No, no. I'm doing one for my birthday. And that's it. Oh, that's really sad. So, guys, this is basically your last chance. To yeah, because after that, I'm challenge. taking the rest of the year off. Oh, I'll have to, you know, I even I have to have a break a bit again. So I like a... working. <laughs> so the next challenge is the 2nd of November, guys. So if you'd love to join us on our next 14-day challenge, well, this is going to be your last okay, someone said definitely do it. Thank you so much. Whoever said that. Amazing. Great. Thank you. Um, Type oh. in uh, I'm in down below. If yes. you want to do the next 14-day challenge, type I'm in and... Um, We'll get someone from our team to get you the details. Yes. So really, guys, if you're interested in the challenge, type in type in um, I'm in, and what we'll do is we'll send you the challenge. Guys, look, this is the last challenge that I'm doing. I'm going to be doing this one live. Can you get the top 10 list if you pay extra? Look, I don't want to give a top 10 list because it's not going to help you. What you want is you need, and who is this that's asking if they've done the challenge or not? Because um, at the end of the day, it's not about the money. It's about doing it properly. And I'm happy to discuss this another time. But if you're into the challenge, type in I'm in. And what we'll do is we'll get one of our people to private message you the link. Because this is the deal. Gene, the... Ari, yep. Paramod, I will I mean, see you guys in the challenge. Yeah, so look, I'm pumped. This is the deal of the challenge, guys. So the Platinum membership, I charge $50,000 for the Platinum membership. And I don't expect you guys to join that because only only people that make over $2 million a year get to go on my platinum. And I've got people around the world doing that. Now, you get me live in the challenge. And, you know, the challenges cost $97. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even get an hour of me for $97, but you're getting a whole 14 days. That's the beauty of it. Pretty good value. Last live for year, Sunday holiday. No, it's not going to be the last live. We're doing a live every week. 
but the life's challenge. And funny enough, I've actually even booked in for us to do a Facebook Live when we are going up to Noosa. And I'm really excited about doing it Christina's taking me to Noosa for my birthday. And um, we're going there. It's going to be fun. So, guys, this is the last challenge. Because of the hands-on nature, I've only got limited seating. And I'd love to see in this challenge because, you know, if you haven't replaced your income through property yet, I suggest Seriously, you just make it your number one goal. You need to get started. Right? Like and the sooner you get started, the better. And next challenge for November for my birthday, I'm doing a few special things. I'm adding some extra stuff, right? Which I'm going to make available to everyone else done the challenge in the past. But it's going to be the best challenge I've run in my whole life. Seriously. Pretty and big claim there, George. A lot of people have Better said, be good. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people, right, they um, love the challenge and think it's great value. And what I do is I give 100% money back guarantee. That's how confident I am. It's so good. You can't if, get better than that. Totally risk-free. It's not the best challenge you've done. I'll give you money back because I'd be embarrassed to charge you money, $97, if you're not happy. But I expect people to be happy. Barbie Aqua. Yes, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, look, you know, we're having a lot of fun here. I'd love to see you guys on the challenge. Everyone that said um, they're putting their challenge, great. Also, the people that come to the challenge, you automatically get the no-go zones as well. And the people in the challenge are also getting an opportunity. Our ethical bribe. Yep. But the people in the challenge are also going to get an opportunity to get my cash flow calculator. Guys, this is amazing. This is next level. You really need this if you're looking at investing or buying any property. You need this calculator because you need to know exactly the cash flow that it's going to be producing you per week. Yeah, exactly. And... um. Really, what I want to do is I want to arm everyone because this is the deal. Let's get real vulnerable and serious. If you missed the last property boom, and if you haven't made it in property, right, it's not your fault. The no. school system's broken. My friend Robert Kiyosaki, my mentor Robert Kiyosaki says it all the time. You don't get taught, you know, how to become financially free, how to invest, how to manage your money in school. Yep. It's just not part of the curriculum, unfortunately. That's right. And the thing is, though, the fact of it is, I honestly think if you miss the next property boom, which I predict is going to be the biggest boom we've had in 50 years, seriously, 50 years, if you miss the next property boom, you're screwed because mm. you may not be able to catch up ever again. It's going to be way too expensive to get into yeah, the market because, after you miss this boom because yeah. property prices are going to just go up so much that um, I really want you guys to have those properties and then have that equity in your property so that you can keep going and leverage that and just make more money. Yes, exactly. And the thing is, it snowballs. Because when I retired, I was making 180 grand a year, which was great. But, um, but really, at the end of the day, last year, I made over a million dollars out of property. And that was- Not too shabby. Now, that was because I've been in there for so long. That's yes. what it is. It's about time. He's so really, been around the block a few times with these properties, guys. <laughs> now look, really, seriously. It's not his first rodeo. You've got, to, you've got to be in there long term. You've got to be in there long enough to make the money. That's what I'm saying. But if you are in there long enough, I promise you, it's going to reward you for the rest of your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. It's like a slow cooker, you know. The sooner you turn it on and put the meat in, the juicier it becomes. Yep. And can you work back in the no-go zones to what you should buy? No. No. Because no, <laughs> there's so much in between yeah, after there's, that. There's, there's 16,000 suburbs and really... I really think if you're not buying a top 200, forget yeah, it, forget yeah. it, forget Top it. 100, even better. Yeah, because if you Then buy, you're ahead of the game. Yes, exactly. That's right. So I really think at the end of the day, it's important to do that. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm going to give people some clues. I've given you a clue already. Brisbane's where we're buying. And I've, and I've given you what suburbs of Brisbane not to buy in. So we're getting closer, right? So we're getting closer. And the people in our, in our Black Belt membership, they know. Pull that gold out of you, George. Look, pull I, it I out. gave it all to you straight away for nothing. You know, easy. And, you know, <laughs> one of those things. So, yeah, so, guys, we're going to um, we're going to be leaving now. So, guys, if you if you really want to do the challenge, if you're interested in joining me live, type in I'm in because it's going to be great. Well, guys, it's I've the got, best way to get I've started. I've got our two head property coaches. I'm one of them. And Valinda, who's online, she's as well, and they're both going to be in the challenge with us together. And I'm going to be running this challenge partly from Noosa. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I'm going to be doing some new stuff, which is going to be, you know, you got to be in it to win it. Absolutely. you got to be in it to win it. We're Just... going to be doing something really fun while we're up there. We're going to be um, kayaking with the stingrays. Yep. And I'm going to be partying and having a good time. <laughs> so, guys, if you've been sitting on the fence for ages and you've been thinking about investing in property, look, this is our last 14-day challenge. It is the best way. It's like a crash course to give you everything you need to actually get started. So, so seriously, with the, with, to the 40, get with the 14-day challenge, I go through everything. And by the end it's of the challenge, of you're going to have a plan that's going to serve you for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Type below if you haven't already in the chat, I'm in. Yep, and we'll help I'm you in. get into the 14-day challenge. And then that's it. We're going to get going. We're going to have some dinner. And then we're going to relax. We've had our Wednesday night. And look, guys, I really appreciate everyone being here. I love everyone that comes and joins us. Our community is beautiful. This Sunday, we're having a Breakfast of Champions in Adelaide. If you're Come in Adelaide, us. Breakfast of Champions, yep. get registered if and you if haven't is, already. If anyone's in Noosa, message me. I'm going to be there for my birthday. I'm actually looking so for a photographer to, in Noosa. If you want to come and buy me a birthday drink, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> I'll buy you one. That's okay. <laughs> Love so guys, to see you on Sunday if you're in Adelaide for a beautiful breakfast catch-up or otherwise on the 14-day challenge, guys. Get started. Get started on your journey to financial this. freedom. You received 100 messages today. Wow. <laughs> Already on our live, that's, that's uh, been pretty huge. Woohoo! Yep. So, guys, thank you so much. Thank you very much. See you next Wednesday. If you're in Adelaide, see you next Sunday. And Lovely to catch night. up. That's it. Enjoy, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful. And please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, we have a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income. I have become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy. It takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand that information I share is of a general nature only and is not taking into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisor has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.